You're listening to the best morning routine ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lunid, and today I have the honor of introducing a phenomenal guest to the show, Mia Moran. Mia is a mom, mom of three, and she has been coaching to get individuals, especially high achievers, high achieving women entrepreneurs to strike this balance act. And so um, she is really has a mission and a heart for women entrepreneurs. And she is, you know, best-selling author, the plan simple meals and creator of flow planning method. And she is here today to share in her insights on how we all can get that balance between life and wellness. So with no further ado, Mia, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. It's such a pleasure to be here. Yes, it's an honor to have you. Now, you know, I want to, I love a hero's journey. I do want to hear about your background and what kind of led you to this. I imagine there was some burnout at some point. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you imagine well. <laughs> led you down this path. So let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. So I've always been an entrepreneur. But I was trained as a graphic designer. So at the time of my sort of break apart moment, I had built up this graphic design studio. It was about 12 now years ago, actually, which is amazing. sounds so long ago. And I had three children who are now teenagers. But at the time, they were all under the age of five. And... I thought I had struck balance. Like I thought I had really, I, I wasn't, I don't even think I was trying to get balance, but I had definitely checked off all the boxes that mm-hmm. I thought I was supposed to want to check off being a avid magazine-aholic and TV-aholic and all the things. Like it looked like on the outside, exactly as mm-hmm. I pictured it. And I just remember this day at my desk, it was like 3 p.m. I knew that I had to go home shortly to make dinner and be a mom and you know switch from work mode to mom mode. And I just remember looking across my desk at this stack of coffee cups and being like, oh my God, like, how have I been to Starbucks this many times today? Mm. First of all, like, how did I get anything done? Because I think there was like seven cups. And also, like, I thought caffeine was supposed to give me energy and I'm freaking exhausted. So like, who advertised that? You know, and I just remember being like, all right, this isn't good. And I remember just being like, how could this not be good? Like, who am I to say that this isn't good? Because I feel so privileged to have like created all this and like followed through on so many dreams. And yet I really felt kind of empty and that felt really hard to admit to myself. Like, I don't know that I admit it to anyone else. And so basically the short story is that one thing led to another And it started off with my health. So like the most tangible thing that I could see related to this energy was that I had gained like 65 pounds through pregnancy and nursing and like all the things of, you know, six years of being pregnant and having little babies. And I was like, so that's where I'm going to start. So I started there, not really even knowing what that meant, but knowing that I needed it to be different. So I had always been sort of a yo-yo like what's the latest diet fad kind of person. But I just remember I was like, that's not what I want to do. That's all I decided was that's not, I don't want it to be like hard, hard anymore. 
And the choice that I made was to go to yoga class. So I called home and I said, listen, I know I'm supposed to be coming home to make dinner, but I need two hours. Cause I was really thinking like billable time, kid time, like there was nothing in between. And so I was like, I need two hours to myself. And I went to a yoga class and I'm pretty shy. And I remember introducing myself to the teacher at the end of the class because I just had this feeling the whole time that I needed to know her. And I like spilled everything out to this poor woman five minutes after class. And she was like, I know exactly how you should eat. And I need a website. So come to my house. And I was like, okay. So I went to her house and she told me like this whole new way of eating that didn't involve gluten and dairy. And so one thing basically led to another. And the food changed everything for me. I thought I was on this journey to lose the weight, which did happen, but it also totally transformed my health. And I was on all this medication that I didn't think was even a problem to be on. It ends up, it was kind of a problem and I didn't need it if I was just healthy. And so I got really healthy and that felt amazing. And then I wanted to give that to my kids. It was sort of this like thing of like, it seemed kind of extreme on the outside, but it was, I was really doing it one doable step at a time. And I ended up writing a book called Plan Simple Meals because I really like by the time I had gone through this transformation, I was like, everybody needs to know about green smoothies. And that somehow led me to take my kids out of school for a year and go on this book tour with them and just meet as many women as I could. And the second I started the book tour, which somehow started in California, I was like, "Uh oh, like everybody knows about kale. That was just me. Like, I didn't know about that, but certainly in California, they know about yeah. kale. <laughs> so, That's where I'm at. We, we know, very healthy like, over here. Yeah, exactly. And this was like seven years ago, but I was like, shoot. So like, I'm really sure I'm meant to be here, but like, what's going on? And why are these people showing up to this talk about food if they, they have access to all this great food? And it ended up being a time thing. So this is a long way of saying that I just started realizing as I led myself on this journey of health. It, what you know had its ups and downs and its bumps, but when I look back on it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, like this is why I'm here on this planet was to go through this process and it ended up that really what my superpower was helping women to or myself to navigate time in a different way, and mm-hmm. that possibly all the ways that we had learned about time and balance were a little programmed by some white men at some point, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't serving me or all these women I was meeting who were all incredible. So that's sort of how I got to where I am today. And it wasn't a straight path, but it was an amazing one. Fascinating. Yeah. And as I'm hearing you speak, it's hard to buy into the notion that there is a work-life balance. You cannot strike that balance. It's a matter of priority, right? Because if you are, for example, when you were doing the book tour, if you didn't take your kids with you, guess what you will be missing? Yeah. Your kids growing up. Yeah. It's like when you when you say yes to something, what are you saying no to? That's how I view like balance because it's a it's an act. It's a it's a it's a dance of, of like prioritizing. Because if you are out on a book tour, then your your kids, you're missing their re- recital games and all that stuff. So let's talk about that because a lot of yeah, it is misconstrued. So, I mean, I think that was my big lesson, my big lesson. And I like to say work-life wellness balance because the wellness piece was the piece that I just like, I didn't even think that I had permission to even, you know, have as part of my life before I started feeling good. It was like, oh my God, like, 
this is amazing because now I can do both things so much better. The work-life wellness balance. And I think what I've really come to understand about all that is that the story we tell about it is a little bit like wrong is a harsh word, but is a little bit skewed. So for me, what I've come to understand is that a lot of times when we're looking at time, we're thinking sort of like of a timeline, right? So we're thinking of like chunks of time or like how it's displayed on like a calendar that many of us see. And so then balance becomes like we start looking at it as these like equal chunks of time, like in space. But balance, as I started to really experience it, was way more about a feeling, right? So it was much more like me feeling in alignment and in balance in my body. And it had a lot less to do with what was happening and like what it actually looked like of people outside and even to me, like looking at a calendar. And so I really started thinking through like the impact things had on my life and, and how that would bring me into balance. And so there was, there's times still when like, I really need to lean into work. And that means that I don't have as much time to make food and for my kids, but I feel imbalanced because like I'm intuitively following that. And then there's other moments when like last year I had one of my kids just so needed support and I had to scale back a little, I had to learn how to be more productive in other ways and work and really like lean in time wise to her and with health. And I find that we dismiss all these little things because we think that they only take a little and then we just don't do them because I don't even know why, but sometimes those health things, like they don't, they don't take that much time. So it's like, what are those things that will really have an impact? So for me, it's really about starting from that feeling place and really coming, creating balance as a feeling and then seeing how that plays out in time. And I just find that it, it looks different than what it would look like if we took all the shiny objects of all the things we could possibly do for work and as a mother and in our wellness journey, like there's like two at this point, we have access to so much like that would be crazy making if we tried to do all that stuff, even if it was all like wellness stuff, right. And so it's really about looking at what you need right now, and what would bring you into balance. And I really believe that for women, that changes like on a week to week basis. And we have to really let ourselves sometimes lean into making money and sometimes lean into motherhood. And it's like, it just really depends on what's in alignment with you in that particular, you know, hour, week, whatever you want to call it. Your take on it is unique because you're looking at the wellness aspect of it that is innate, that is yes. internal, right? Because and I, and I agree with you because if it, it starts within, then it can transcend to other areas. It's almost like saying if someone is ill then you're useless to everyone else. If you as yes. a mother is laying in bed sick or depressed or you are, la- you are lethargic, lack of that energy, and you have a three-year-old running around full of energy, you yes. how you will show up. You, there's a discrepancy there. And so yes. you have to be matching that that level of energy, making sure you're well. You're, yes. That lifestyle is in place to ensure your optimal energy to again can attend to everyone else, to attend to your clients, to attend to your business. So that does kind of make sense versus looking at it at the calendar. Yeah. Say, okay, I have two hours for kids, two hours for work, two hours for husband, two hours yes. for 
um, all that. So I, it, it's unique, but um, it does transcend when it starts. Well, and, and I find that a lot of times when, when I first start working with people and we start and everyone's coming from that feeling in the calendar way, but a lot of that is based on not what we want, which is what happened to me 12 years ago. Like I realized that what I had created, it wasn't what I wanted. It's what I thought I was supposed to have based on like my family of origin, media, like just so many different things that weren't me, right? So I think a lot of times when we're putting together the pieces like that, we're responding to what we think we're supposed to do, like what work-life balance is supposed to look like. And it it does not favor women. <laughs> and so how does one begin to... What master that, that internal flow? Yeah. So I, I think it's a surrendering. Like, I think it's a surrendering and like in, in actual practice, I think for a lot of us, it's slowing down. So I think for a lot of us, it, like it's hard to see because we're so busy and we're just running from one thing to the next. And so it's, it's really an intuitive, like it's, it's, when we're in balance, what we're doing as women is we're following our intuition, which is so strong in all of us. But for many of us, like we can't hear it because there's just so much noise and we're, you know, we're, we're in survival mode. So we're just literally going from one thing to the next. So for most of us, I think the thing that really turns that back on is just quiet, which sounds like a luxury, like when you first think of it. When you start practicing it, it can actually be really hard because all the things come up, right? That you're not dealing with by being busy. So it's like, it really is a hero's journey or a heroine's journey, right? Like it's not, it's not as easy. It's not like vacation. Like it might sound like, oh, what a luxury you have time off. No, it's like, you're dealing with all the stuff that otherwise you're suppressing. And I feel though from that space and some, you know, extra tools, you really can start to be like, oh, I really need a meditation practice or, oh, I really need to stop eating cookies at 10 o'clock at night. Like you just start getting, it's, it's, they're not always big things to bring us into balance. They can be these little teeny things and they can make a really big difference. I concur. Yeah. Cause habits start small. They yeah. start really small and, and being able to trust your intuition to guide you because we really do have all the answers in there. And sometimes it's a small, still, quiet voice that yes. nudges us here, this, yes. do this and do that. And we ignore it. And it does, it, it rings louder. Yeah. Know? Well, and, and for me, that story 12 years ago with those coffee cups, I mean, I'm sure my intuition had been whispering for quite some time before that day. But I was too full. Like my life was just too full. I couldn't hear it. And then it was almost like I needed this, you know, it was like this moment that I just paused even for five seconds where at that point it was like yelling. At that point I was sick, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I just, I wish for as many women as possible that it doesn't have to get to that point. Though I do believe that for some of us that that's just what happens in this day and age, but it's definitely possible to get to the other side. Did you end up selling your design business? Oh, I wish I was that smart. That would have been so <laughs> such a good thing. But I just really had to scale back. So I I kept it for a while. But as I started to get more and more passionate about food and this line of work, like my office was like, what is happening to you? Like, why are you spending all this time, you know, doing these other projects? And I realized like my heart just wasn't in it anymore. So eventually I just helped everybody find their next thing. And one wing of the company became its own company. And I just stepped away. 
And it was, you know, I'm, I'm sure there was a smarter way to do it. But by that point, again, it was more of a yell and I needed to take care of myself. Like there was, I had no other capacity. Like the balance part was so off that it had to be fully into like, this is how you show up to your health. Yeah, you had to take action. So I'm sure then you didn't have a morning routine or morning ritual. So now no, you yeah. now I do. Yeah. <laughs> now you do and you can actually attest to the before and after. So let's talk about your morning routine. How do you get up and show up? Yeah. So the one thing I want to say before I dive into mine that I think is really important is I love that you have this podcast because I'm assuming that you're talking to a lot of women. And I think a lot of the morning routine stuff, as amazing as it is, is coming from men who aren't mothers. So I just think it's really important to acknowledge that it can look different for everybody. And the other thing that I find for myself is that it changes from season to season, Mm -hmm. right? So like we're talking right now, as it's like one season's changing to the next. And I'm noticing like I'm needing to redesign a little bit, like all of a sudden, like, you know, kids have to be places at certain times and, you know, stuff is shifting. So there's certain things that I always include, but I do have to pretty consistently look at how I'm going to make it work because I know how important it is that I start my day off right you know, in some form. And that has shifted over the years. So right now, the most important thing for me is that I am alone. (laughs) I'm alone before I see people in my house. Like that's the most important thing to me. It has also become a really important thing to one of the teens in my house. So we have an agreement that we just don't talk if we're both up at the same time. Because for a while I I did, I tried to wake up earlier. That was one of the shifts I made. I tried and and it just like killed me. I'm not a five o'clock girl, you know, so six I can do five. I can't do. So I wake up at about six and meditation is the first thing that I do. I've gotten really good at the boundary of not looking at my phone because I used to do that and it pulled me out of every important thing that I did. (laughs) Um, I start off in sort of, you know, yoga, you work out clothes. So I have those out the night before so that I can, you know, sneak downstairs accordingly. And so I, I meditate for, I've worked my way. So I used to do all these things for like five minutes and I've expanded it over time, which has been amazing, but it did take some time. So I meditate for about 20 minutes. And then I'm a big fan of Julia Cameron's morning pages. So I just basically journal three pages every morning, just total stream of consciousness, just clearing my brain for the day to start. And then I am a planner, as you might have known. <laughs> so what I do is I, I then... Uh, oh. I'm skipping a step. So at some point in between the meditation and the and the journaling, I go heat up the water and I do two things. I get the coffee set in the French press, but in another cup, I squeeze lemon and do hot water. So the Ayurvedic practice of starting the day with lemon water is something I love. And it was just recently explained to me in a new way. So I will share that here today, which I love, which is that, you know, if you wash your dishes with cold water, you know what happens. You know how much harder it is, how harder it is to get the grease off and the gook off your dishes, right? And so thinking of our sort of intestines the same way. And so warm lemon water is like 
washing your dishes with warm soapy water. It really clears you out in the morning. So I love that analogy. And I haven't missed a glass of warm lemon water since. And then I sit down with my lemon water and I journal while the coffee's going. And then I finish that and I get up and I have my coffee and I sit down and I just look at my day. And I just make sure one of the reasons that I'm a big fan of planning is less that I'm really organized and structured and like, because I'm a really creative person. And it's more so that I'm really living into my future self as much as possible because my future self is definitely wiser than my like Mm -hmm. making decisions in the moment self. So I just look over my schedule and then I make sure that like my mindset's right, that my mind's really right to show up for my day. I made all these choices wisely. Every once in a while, there's something that really feels off and I I trust that and I I sort of work with it. So it's more of like, I'm checking in with my calendar and I'm working in my mind, on my mind in advance of starting my day. And then at this point, kids come down, like people are around, but that's what I do in the quiet. Um, And then I get everybody off. And I, I, I mean, part of my morning routine, I realized at this point is just like loving on my kids and, you know, giving my energy and my calm nervous system to them before they start their days sort of as a gift. And I walk the dog and then I start work. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Because if you got up at the same time as they did, then you wouldn't have the time to do the alone time. Yes. Yes. And that's so important for me as an introvert. Yes. Yeah, to be able to um, love yeah. them then like that, you really got to take that time to, sh- to be able to show up, right? Because you don't want to, you'd be exhausted. Everybody would yeah. want to be chaotic and then you would kind of just suck yeah. off. And then I like that you say it is seasonal. Um, You know, like I'm in my third trimester here with our first baby. Oh my gosh, it's so yeah. exciting. <laughs> and and I have to tell you, it does change the routine because now yeah. being so fatigued, I feel like I need more time to sleep versus waking up yes. at four in the morning, at five in the morning. I, I sleep in and so my workouts get pushed out yes. uh, throughout the day. And again, being having grace, right? As yes. you tell all your clients, being grace, um, having grace towards yourself to know that it's seasonal, it could change and it's going to look different, as you say, weekly. Depending yeah, on and, and as I sort of got onto this whole morning routine thing, I still had little kids. And I remember someone, a meditation teacher being like, you know what, it's not easy, but you can totally meditate with a toddler playing next to you. And it's just a different thing. And so I just feel like there's always a way to really tend to yourself. And for me, that's what's important about the mornings. It's a time to tend to myself. And I just pay attention to what that is in each season. And I feel like it's always teaching me the lessons I need. And so right now, I feel like I have the mature kid version of it, but it's been all over the place over the years. You just have to be able to fit it in because if you don't, you pay the consequences. Um, yes. By consequences, yes. I mean being lethargic, not being alert, yes. and being aware, not not showing up your best self, right? Because it's hard get up, dress up, and show up. A lot of us get up, we roll out of bed, and um, we put on some clothes, do our hair and makeup, but we never showed up. Yeah. So I I get up and I show up and I will tell you that part of my next morning thing is like, how do I dress up? So I love to have that because that's like definitely like, I'm like, okay, I've skipped that part for a few years and now it's time to get that part back. (laughs) That's in the literal sense, but the dress up is actually dressing the mind, meditating. It's like mental um, dress up because it's completely different from the physical. Yes, I say that. But now that I do that part, I'm like, now I'm need the outside to sort of like yeah. you know mirror mirror the inside so i'm like that sounds really fun 
Yeah, that's awesome. Mia, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show. Tell us, how can we connect with you? Where can we find you? Yeah, so our website is plansimple.com. And I think that's the best way. We have a free course that's called From Overwhelmed to Ease. And it's just, it takes you through a whole way of like how to plan for your feelings and how to plan for a day. And I think that's the best way. We're also on Instagram at plansimple.co. But our website is where everything is. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your presence with us this morning. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Awesome. All right, morning enthusiasts, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.